Dead Scare Entertainment takes pleasure in presenting Goverda Darano, a journey into the phantasmagoric lands of folklore, literature, theater, and film. In the centuries-old tradition of the Romane people, we bring to you stories of superstition, fantasy, and adventure. There's no turning back. The Verda approaches. Good evening, my friend. I'm Esmakalai. There are two things Roma are never short of. Family and conflict. That's right. I said it. As quick as we would kill for them, we could also wring their necks. <gasps> Let's not forget the fact that ancient history rarely remains history. A simple spiteful remark can easily turn a celebration into a catastrophe. Ha, I love those moments. I knew two sisters in particular who, for what seemed centuries of time, seldom got along. Whether it was shoving each other at the cauldron or breaking each other's brooms, these two were terrible. Their mother probably hated them. But one sister got the last laugh. Care to hear how it went? Dead Scared Entertainment proudly presents A Smell of Sulfur by Marvin Kaye. Wrinkling her nose at the acrid stink of sulfur she'd never learned to tolerate, the crone plucked a fatal sprig of siluria from the crock. An ominous tremor shook her crooked spine. She deposited the poisonous herb on a cracked plate and hobbled to the window. All morning she'd sensed the burgeoning danger. Her sister might scoff at her disquiet, but the omen was nevertheless real. An almost welcome warning. Her sibling delighted in more flamboyant magics, but the crone knew the play intention of opposing powers, for that and her herbal grammarier comprised her most profound province of lore. She could hardly mistake the tang of foreboding stirring outward from an inimical source of strength. Peering through the window of her hut, she scanned the bright blue skies and fields and thought spitefully of her elder sister. The lowering portents surely stemmed from her morning's labors, but if she only dared scotch her sibling's needlessly cruel scheme, the growing threat would probably dissipate. A sudden breeze gusted a saffron patch of sulfur up her crooked nose. She sneezed. Wiping her long beak with a tattered sleeve, the crone plopped onto a low wooden stool, dismayed that even so slight an effort winded her. The cheat of the bargain, she told herself, not for the first time. Centuries earlier, when the dark things, her masters, first whispered, she was hardly more than a child, full of vitality and hope. 
What did she know then of wickedness? And now the years stretch ever on, and all action is wearisome. The surface of the seeing glass clouded. Dark smoke billowed within its depths. As it cleared, the loathsome visage of her sister sprang up, staring dourly out at her. Is it ready? She shrilled. Her voice had a naked edge like a steel razor slicing silver. It chilled the crone, set her teeth on edge, resonated in her bones. Are you dawdling as usual? Rising from the stool with difficulty, she complained. I'm tired. My fingers ache. The stuff still must be stirred and set out to cool. Be brisk, you decrepit fool. I want that potion today. The tremor happened again. Stronger. So have you taken the first steps? I... The older woman laughed. A series of terse, ear-piercing stabs. The king is disposed. They'll never find him. As for his brat... She held up a lovely, sleeping infant so her sister could see her in the crystal. Then you've kidnapped her, the crone said, a vague, undefinable emotion stirring in her breast. Isn't that enough? Why murder her? Our cousin agrees to work a metamorphosis to... To her own purposes! The crystal momentarily darkened. Her sister was angry. That doddering dunderhead simply wishes to flatter her own ego by having royalty serve her. I'll take no chances the princess will be found and restored to the throne. She dies. But not within these borders. Of course not, fool. When you prepare the potion, I'll transport her far beyond the sands and bury her at sea. But why? We have all we need. Till now, our sorceries have been tolerated. Even overlooked. Why tempt the fates? After today, I shall be fate in this land. Yes. The crone grumbled, sourly stirring the Siluria into the mixture in the kettle. Power was always your chief weakness. Mine? Knowledge. Her sister sneered. Regret after all these years, sister? Perhaps, then, you wish to retire. See me your territory, dear. I'll see you well provided for in your dotage. Contempt welled up in the crone, her old pride. She nearly dematerialized with rage, but managed to pull herself together, sulfur exuding from her pores. She hated the stench. Seed to you? I'd sooner take service with the Red Witch. Shh! Aim her not! The mere mention of her name made her sister quail. She suspects nothing! A bubbling plop. The Soluria was working up the broth. Well, well. The crone reluctantly said. The mixture's nearly done. Splendid! I'll be by in two hours to fetch it. Have it cooled and bottled. Don't presume to give me orders. The crone waved the wooden spoon angrily at the face in the sphere. It's all your fault. Her sister appeared genuinely puzzled. My fault? What is? That I signed the pact. Dredging up ancient history, aren't we? What did I know then? The dark thing spoke first to you, and you tempted me. 
I don't recall needing a great deal of persuasion to get you to make up your mind. Everyone knows you're wickeder than I. And you're inconsistent and craven. The hag grimaces horribly. Ah, I'll not bandy words. Cool and bottle that potion or I'll see you suffer, sister. Two hours. With a contemptuous sneer, she vanished. The crystal clouded, cleared, and was blank once more. All, all now was wearisome, and all because of her sister's unslakable lust for power. It was she who, long ago, seduced her innocence to the ways of the night. All her, the crone muttered. When she removed the kettle from the fire, she felt the ominous tremble along her spine yet again. Its potency had doubled since the last time she sensed it looming ever nearer. It was so strong she knew its wrathful shadow eventually would extend to her sister as well, despite her greater skills at magic. The scheme was foolish at best, and her withered heart dared whisper it was more than that. A foulness even she could not contemplate. Enchanting the child, enslaving her. Those were choices that could be countenanced, at least for a time, in the tacit cosmic battle. But to kill the king's sole daughter was not only difficult to accomplish, but fraught with risk. The sensible thing to do, though it would arouse the terrible wrath of her sister, would be to pitch the poison out the back door. Instead, the crone, smiling bleakly, set the kettle on the windowsill to cool. Once, long ago, she might have refused her sister. She could have entered the service of the Red Witch. Couldn't she? A long sigh. She could not alter the course of her destiny. She was prescribed to evil. And yet, she toyed with the notion of upsetting the kettle, actually reached out her hand to do so. But I dare not. I must not. She's my sister, after all. We serve the same masters. Her gnarled hand dropped to her side. The skies darkened. The pettiness of evil! How it corrodes! How it renders the years endless all alike! Clasping her knees, she rocked miserably on the stool. Turns and dodges, all winding down towards eternal entropy. And the smell of sulfur always offending her nose. The wind rose. The kettle teetered on the ledge. The old woman rose painfully to her feet and stumped to the seal, steadying the mixture lest the gale dash it to the floor. Spill it out. The kettle felt cool. She lifted the pot with an enormous effort. Spill it out. I can't. She protested. She'd merely chain and torture me till I succumbed and mix a new quantity of potion. Spill it. Spill it. Do. I haven't the strength to resist. That's it! The answer had been with her all morning, niggling at her thoughts. Now it finally stood out square and plain. Yes! She exclaimed feebly. Yes! The only way to oppose her is to acquiesce. Putting down the kettle, she scuttled feverishly to the cabinet of implements and flung wide the doors. She grasped a large, empty bottle and a cork big enough to stop it. The wind roared. 
As she dipped the spoon into the kettle, she taunted the fates. See what I'm doing? See? All babes need their bottles. Here's one for the princess. She ladled the poison, cackling fiendishly while the hut pitched and rocked in the hurricane's fury. Momentary fear. But she shunted the irrelevant emotion aside and stuck the cork tight into the neck of the filled flask. The crone donned her favorite slippers and hobbled out into the storm, clutching the bottle in one claw-like hand. The wind whipped her white hair, plucked at her spindly legs, but the sorcery of her enchanted footwear rooted her to the spot. Now a giant cloud blotted out the straggling rays of the pallid sun. She looked up and saw the shape of her destiny. Resigned, yet wearily triumphant, the crone muttered, Ah. Well, I know not what may be coming, but let it come down. The last vestige of breeze died away. The land was calm once more. The sun sparkled on the dead hag's resplendent shoes. A door opened in the battered remnant of what was once a rustic house, and a small girl emerged holding a dog under her arm. Dorothy, savior of the infant ruler Ozma, wondered why such a lovely country stank so of sulfur. Every time I tell that story, it really brings the house down. <laughs> no good? Well, we can win them all, Midoromao. That being said, sometimes we have to be the bigger person, sister or not, and rise above petty quarrels to assert dominance by hook, crook, cauldron or book. I also recommend you watch what you do and where you go. Odds are, someone might just drop a house on you too. I'll leave you with this before I head down the yellow brick road ahead, Midoamal. Gia kor mangal tuke baktalotron preko tunyaripe. Till then, I wish you safe travels through the darkness. This broadcast of Averda Darano was brought to you by the talents of Pearson Raquel Horvat, creators of Dead Scared Entertainment, with the help of Piroshka Raj. You've been listening to a production from Dead Scared Entertainment, where terror is our tradition. Good night. <laughs>